Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. I heard from multiple people last week that my sermon made them cry, including my own mother. Hi, Mom. I do apologize, although sometimes a good cry is a good thing. Sadness was not my goal, although we did cover some pretty dense material last week. But this Sunday is different. This Sunday, the third Sunday in Advent, is Gaudete Sunday, from the Latin word Gaudete, meaning rejoice. Today is meant to be a pause, a break in the season of Advent, to be joyful and to celebrate the closeness of Christ. If you have an Advent wreath at home, you might notice that the third candle is pink. On this Sunday, we also hear from John the Baptist, also known as John the Immerser or John the Witness. John, as I'm sure we all remember from Sunday school, was Jesus' cousin. John's mother, Elizabeth, was Mary's cousin. And when Mary went to visit Elizabeth while both were pregnant with their respective sons, John leapt in her mother's womb, possibly the first evangelist. John was an Essene, a partially aesthetic community who practiced tavila, a Jewish custom of full immersion in water to receive ritual purity. Obviously, from our reading today, John was an interesting character. But what intrigues me the most this morning about this gospel text is, text is that first line from the second paragraph, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? I'm reminded of Alice in Wonderland and Alice's encounter with the caterpillar. The caterpillar and Alice looked at each other for some time in silence. At last, the caterpillar took the hookah out of its mouth and addressed her in a languid, sleepy voice. Who are you? said the caterpillar. This was not an encouraging opening for conversation. Alice replied rather shyly, I, I hardly know, sir, just at, at present. At least I know who I was when I got up this morning, but I think I must have changed several times since then. We think we know who we are. We know our name. We know our address. We know our social security number and the credit card CSV code. And being from the deep south, we know who our people are. 
But if we are honest, we spend a lifetime discovering who we truly are. Some of us are still groping in the metaphysical dark. Some of us are blessed with a deep knowledge of the self. And some of us can't muster the courage to share who we truly are or who we want to be. Who are you is not a small question. And if you were in business or marketing or sales or went to a continuing education conference recently, back when we could go to conferences, you may have been asked about your personal brand or your mission statement or your elevator speech, all much jazzier ways of asking that same question. Who are you? For if you know who you are, you can get where you are going. If you know who you are, you know what you need. If you know who you are, you feel confident in your purpose. But if you don't know who you are, you can feel lost. If you don't know who you are, you can struggle to find your people. And if you don't know who you are, you can become anxious and angry and unable to experience joy. Knowing who you are is a key step on our personal evolution. But this is a sermon and not a TED talk, so you might be wondering what all this who are you has to do with Advent and John the Baptist and Jesus and the rest of the story. There is an answer to that question. And to find it, let's return to the gospel. They asked John, why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah nor Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing At the time of Jesus' baptism, or Tibalah, was entered into as a ritual cleaning, as a symbol of repentance. John baptized in this tradition, proclaiming a baptism for the forgiveness of sins and repentance, as Mark said last week. But when Jesus was baptized, he transformed and expanded baptism forever. And today... When we baptize, in those holy waters we are buried with Christ in his death, we share in Christ's resurrection, we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. And in joyful obedience to Christ, as the Book of Common Prayer says, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So as members of God's fellowship, We can finally learn who we are, for we are the baptized. We are made in the image of God. We are known by God because he became incarnate as one of us. We can be free from sin and live a life of grace. And we are part of God's household and God's economy, also known as the church. And here in the church, we, as it says in our baptismal covenant, we continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in the prayers. We persevere in resisting evil 
And whenever we fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord. We proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ. We seek Christ in all persons, loving our neighbor as ourselves. We strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being. That is who we are, for we are the baptized. And the world, as dark and fractured and sick and lonely as it can be, the world needs us. The world needs the baptized. We are sent, as Isaiah sang this morning, to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to release the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. For we are the baptized. So next time someone asks you who you are, do not be afraid or anxious, for you know the answer. And the answer will change the world. Amen.